Magical Trip Report podcast. I'm your host, Virginia. Today, we'll be talking with my longtime friend, Leslie, who traveled to Orlando in June with her husband, Jim, and daughter, Kelsey, to participate in a dance workshop and performance with Kelsey's Dance Studio. It was a lot of fun to hear about the differences between times that she has gone in the past on simple family trips to this trip, which included the dance performance element and how all of that came together. Before we get to Leslie, I am currently looking for people with trips to any Disney or Universal Park around the world that are traveling sometime in September through December. So if that's you and you're interested in being a trip report guest, please use the link in the show notes. You just have to be available to do an interview before and after your trip dates, and all that's required is your excitement to talk about your trip. You don't have to be a Disney expert by any means. In fact, I would love to chat with people who are planning their very first trip. With that housekeeping out of the way, let's not dilly-dally any longer. Here is Leslie. Welcome, Leslie, to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. For the audience out there, Leslie and I go way back. We know each other from college, and Leslie has always been a Disney fan. Um, Am I remembering correctly that you did the Disney College program? Yes, between my junior and senior year. Uh, I wish I had known about it. I just, I didn't. And so I never thought of that as a possibility, but you better believe I keep talking to Alex about it. I'm like, (laughs) you know, there's this thing you could do when you're in college. (laughs) Did you have a good time on that program? Oh my God. It was the best summer ever. (laughs) I had just broken up with a boyfriend, like, you know, my first real boyfriend and went to the college program and just had this summer of my life and then had a nice little fling. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Where were you stationed? I ran the Barnstormer. Oh, wow. Back when it was Toontown. All right. It was new. But I was lucky because I got to wear denim shorts, denim cut off like shorts and um, like a chambray shirt and a bandana versus, you know, all the big dresses, the fantasy land people had to wear. Yeah. I think a lot of us who are Disney fans often wonder, like, if I could have a job at Disney, what would it be? And... I guess if I were a ride operator, I would probably want to, of course, be a Jungle Cruise skipper, but maybe if not that, then maybe one of the uh, Haunted Mansion people because their costumes are fun and then you get to kind of be creepy. (laughs) Yeah, I really liked it. I mean, I feel like we can have a whole nother interview about that, but I really liked it because it was a roller coaster. So if it was, you know, lightning at all in the vicinity, it was shut down. So we would just be like chilling and and hanging out, you know, we're in our, you know, twenties or whatever. And um, we are younger and we, I would like sing Little Mermaid songs over the speakers. (laughs) Ridiculous. Like, Uh, Are you still in touch with anybody from your college program? Yes. um, Not really anyone that was in the college program. I actually ended up making uh, friends with more of the actual people that worked there and and lived there. Um, I'm friends with a couple of them. One of them's a Disney travel planner now. She lives in Indiana, but she goes all the time. Yeah. Cool. Well, we are here today to talk about your upcoming Disney trip, and I believe you leave tomorrow. Is that correct? Yes. Tomorrow night. And you're there until what day? The 17th, next Saturday. Okay. Are you ready? I mean, mentally, physically. (laughs) Mentally, I am ready because I needed this. I needed a break from work, um, my business. Um, Physically, 
yes, but I'm I'm also terrified of the heat. And I mean, I've had some scary experiences with the heat. So I take all the things. It's just packing all the things, cooling towels and fans and, and mm-hmm. feet massagers, all the things. Because I had two big problems when I go to Disney. I have the heat problem and I have the um, feet hurting problem. And about after two days, my feet hurt so bad. It's not even that I'm sore or something. It's just the, the bottoms of my feet. And I've tried every kind of shoe and you know, I've got all the things, but it's still only so much you can do. <laughs> what kind of shoes do you wear? So I have, I usually take about three or four different pairs and cycle. So I have a pair of Chacos. Um, I usually, I have to wear something without socks because my feet overheat and that controls my body temperature. So I can't wear sneakers, which mm-hmm. is hard. Um, so I have Chacos that work pretty well. I have, um, now I'm like, yeah, some Tevas. I have some um, Merrick some sort of sports sandals. Yeah. So I pretty much only bring them out for my Disney trips. Yeah. I had some, uh, some issues on my solo trip in May with sandals that I've worn a million times. And somehow I got literally the worst blisters of my life on the balls of my feet. It was, it was Mm. terrible. Um, I do think that there's something to be said for switching your shoes each day. Like, Mm -hmm. Don't wear the same exact pair every day. Even if you just have two pairs, just alternate. Yeah. And I take all the blister stuff just in case the first sign of a blister, I'm putting the little tape on on everything on it. Yeah. You know, I don't look like one of those cute people at Disney. I really want to wear the dresses and all that stuff, but I'm just trying to survive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, especially at this time of year, because it does get pretty hot. Um, So, yeah, definitely... The, the fans, the cooling towels, it's yeah. all like required packing. Yeah. And we saw the, the forecast is in all in the nineties and it gets hotter through the week. <laughs> yeah. So that's not only about the tools that you bring, but also about your ability to plan your day and, mm-hmm. you know, take the breaks that you need and, um, and just kind of have, have all of that Disney knowledge in the back of your head. So when you need to change your plans, you can. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I don't think we've mentioned what part of the country you're coming from. I assume you're flying, and can you tell us where you're coming from? So we're flying there, and we're driving back, actually. Um, we're, oh. we're, we're going to drive to sa- try to save money, but Southwest had, a couple of months ago, had a $39 one-way ticket to get there. And, of course, with Southwest, you can pack two, you know, check two bags for free. So, And we had, like, $20 credits from a cruise, so we paid $20 to get there. We don't get there till 11 p.m., which is a little um, inconvenient with a child, but I mean, we don't have to drive all day. Um, and then on the way back, we're renting a car and it's only like 60 bucks to rent it for a day. So, um, oh, wow. and of course we're going to be hauling back more than we came with because I can't stop shopping. So um, <laughs> driving back will be good. Um, but coming from the Raleigh area, North Carolina, specifically Willow Spring, which is nobody knows where it is. It's in the country. Um, and the Raleigh area is just exploding as you know. So Yeah. Yep. It's, it's the hot place to be. Um, so you mentioned your daughter, who is going to be in your traveling party? So just me and my daughter, Kelsey and my husband, Jim, um, Mm -hmm. she is seven. And the reason we are going on this trip is her, um, dance group is had the opportunity to perform. Um, and she just takes one, like she's not a competitive dancer or anything like that. She has takes one recreational class called Broadway Bound. It's kind of a little, just a fun sampler kind of class, but she loves it. We love the teacher, but it was some, an opportunity that came up that 
all were welcome, no matter what your skill level. And so I remember when I was in high school going to Disney with the marching band and loving those opportunities. And I don't know, you know, what she'll be into as she gets older and what opportunities she'll have. So I figured we should take the opportunity while we have it and she can miss school and, you know, first grade and not be behind and all that. Yeah. Okay. So this is not a dance mom situation. No, 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 no. (laughs) Well, that's exciting. I can't do her hair. Like (laughs) I always had to get one of the other moms because they were like, it was like no wispies. And, you know, so she's got to wear a high ponytail or something and it's like, I'd be slick. And when I try to do it, it's like a hot mess. But the other moms, I'm just like, go at it because I can't. (laughs) (laughs) There's probably other moms who really love doing it. So I'm sure you're fine. Um, well, that's exciting. It is It is cool to get to go as a part of a school group or something like that, where it's it's not just a family trip. So mm-hmm. um, is the, the dance part of the trip going to take up a lot of time? Um, no. So the dance part starts Wednesday. So we're going a couple days early to be able to just have a couple days alone. Um, on Wednesday, she takes one class at Epcot. It's like a Broadway class with Disney dancers. Things got a Frozen theme. And then on Thursday, they take some sort of other class. I forgot the name of it um, at Epcot again. And then on Friday, they have a performance at Disney Spring mid-morning. Then that'll be all the like, commitments. And then we go to Magic Kingdom, though, and take a picture with all of us in our t-shirts and everything in front of the castle. Um, so it's just a little bit. I'm actually, um, while she's in the classes at Epcot, I, I made reservations for me and Jim to have a meal one day at Le Cellier, which is our favorite, and one day at the Beer Garden, because those are places Kelsey wouldn't really want to go to, and I don't want to pay for her to not eat. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've eaten at both places. I love Beer Garden. So good. So good. I've never eaten there. Oh, you have it? My favorite part is like what you would probably consider to be the sides. Like when you go up to the the buffet, there's like all of these little salads and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love sides. <laughs> so they're really good. And then the entertainment is good. And yeah. and if you're a, a fan of beer, I, I hear it's good. I'm not a beer drinker, but. Well, Jim is, I'm not a big beer drinker, especially when I'm in the summer, <laughs> not, yeah. but he will love it. So. Yeah, Charles likes the beer there, so it's a good time. Um, okay, so where are you staying for this trip? So we're staying at Pop Century, which is my favorite value resort, and it was the group hotel, so we got a, like a group rate. Um, it was actually a cool um, opportunity. Price wasn't that bad. It was based on like how many people in your room, but then along with it, um, we get park hopper tickets. Um, so we got four-day park hoppers, and then even... $20 per person meal voucher for the three days that were with the dance group, okay. um, which was cool. They just gave us like each a $60 gift card essentially. So we can use it however we want. Oh, that's really nice. Okay. Um, and has Kelsey stayed at pop century before? No. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I, I love pop century. It it's my favorite value resort too. I think that the bigger, decor at the value resorts is really fun for kids but i wonder like with pop century because it is so history based is that as appealing i'm not sure um do you know what section you'll be staying in no okay yeah i stayed in the 90s uh for my may trip like just for my arrival day and it was the first time i'd stayed in that section girl i stay in the 90s every day no (laughs) 
I saw that there was like a the giant uh, yellow Walkman, and I was like, yeah. I totally had that Walkman in college when you and I first met. Yeah, and I think Kelsey will get a kick out of it. When we went, she was three, she didn't remember, but we stayed at Art of Animation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last summer we, when we went for a couple of days, we stayed at an all-star. And so she really loves the big, you know, statue, yeah. the big sculpture things. And so I don't think she's going to care what it's about. She just likes the fun and the pool. <laughs> yeah. They, they have a, a fun pool there. They play good music and everything. And then you'll have the Skyliner access. So, so that'll yeah, be really, really cool. nice. Cool. Um, okay. So you have all these dance things planned. But besides that, I'm assuming that you are the planner of the family and that all the other decisions on what you're doing, it's all you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Um, when you get down there, are you going to be using the Disney transportation the entire time until you pick up your rental car for the departure? Yes. So okay. we'll have to take an Uber or something because we get there so late. We can't even take the Sunshine Flyer Sunday night. You can take mirrors. I mean, I did it for the first time for that very reason, because Sunshine mm. Flyer, but mirrors goes all night. So, oh, okay. Something to think about. But. Okay. I'll look into it. Um, and then Monday, we're going to go to um, Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. I'm not a rope drop person. I'm not an early morning person in most cases, mm-hmm. um, unless the person I'm going with forces me to. <laughs> <laughs> but I will set my alarm for the morning and do the genie plus thing and try to maximize all that. Um, mm-hmm. I always have to just tell Kelsey the whole time. Like, she's like, I want to go on this. I want to go on that. I'm like, don't worry. There's a whole system. We can't, exactly. you know, unless you want to spend your whole day waiting in line and only go on a couple rides. I know what I'm doing. We will get on that ride, but it may not be till four o'clock or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's harder for them to understand. Um, mm-hmm. But, okay, so you're going to use Ginny Plus every day, or are you going to pick and choose? Yeah, because I really just want to maximize, and um, I hate that you have to be so overscheduled there now, but Mm -hmm. it's just the best way to get the most out of your trip. Um, The worst part for me is waiting in line, because just standing still on my feet is hard for me, so physically, so the more I can eliminate that, the better. I'm a little um, ticked off at Disney right now, because we originally, the the schedule was that the Wednesday at dance class was going to be in the morning and it was going to be at Saratoga Springs. Hmm. And so I was like, perfect. We'll go to the parks Monday and Tuesday and we'll have a rest day on Wednesday. We'll do her class and then have a pool day or whatever, just lay around. Mm-hmm. And then on Thursday was the class in Epcot after the afternoon and then the performance. Well, then Disney just switched it on us and made the Wednesday class at 6 PM at Epcot. So, not only did they switch it tonight where after the kids are all tired all day, but you have to go into Epcot. So you have to use a park day. And I didn't want to add a whole nother park day. And so now we're do we're having the rest day on Tuesday and I just have to do what I have to do because after two days, my feet hurt so bad I can barely walk or stand in line. And, um, I've even had to get the scooters before. Um, I just have a regimen at night, no matter what time it is, we take a shower. I do the percussive massage on my feet. I, you know, lotions, all kinds of stuff. So I'm just going to (laughs) survive. Well, I'm glad you figured out a routine that, that works for you. Um, and, and you do have the option of the scooter if you need it. So that's always, you know, good for people to know. It's like, even if you don't plan for that, 
they have them at the park. So you can go and, and get one if you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to do any individual lightning lanes? Yeah, um, probably do them all. Because mm-hmm. Jim hasn't been um, to Disney in years and years. Because he hasn't, except for our cruise a couple months ago, he hadn't gone on any trip since 2019. Oh, wow. And so he, I don't know if, I think we might have gone to Disney briefly because I had like a company conference there at some point one year 2017 or 2018 but in 2019 is when we took Kelsey for her third birthday in January so I think that's the last time he really went and we only went to Magic Kingdom and we went on a honeymoon 2013 so I don't think he's done the whole thing since 2013 and he's a Star Wars fanatic so that's why I'm starting with Hollywood Studios I know I know he's excited about that even if he won't say he's excited but you know mm-hmm. I'm gonna plan it all for him because I want him to experience the Toy Story uh, Star Wars all that stuff that he hasn't yeah. seen and I mean even I haven't ridden the Remy ride or Guardians or um, there's something else I feel like but you know and he he hasn't seen the Pandora area so mm-hmm. um, and Kelsey hasn't either for that so I'm excited to share it with them that's one of my favorite parts about Disney is that I've been so many times. I'm usually the most well-versed person in my widow, whoever I'm going with, unless it's my friend Mary who goes more, a lot more than me, but it's just fun to share that and see their faces and and see them experience something that they really like. So, yeah. Are you going to do anything uh, of the extras that are available in galaxy's edge, like building a droid or a lightsaber or anything like that? Probably not. Budget's kind of concerned for this. So we probably won't um, spend a lot of extra money on that kind of stuff. What about Oga's? Do you have any Oga plans? No, no. I think, um, I just don't know if we'll have enough time for all that, but. Yeah. Because uh, Kelsey's going to be all about the rides. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and when I took Kelsey last summer and we went to Hollywood Studios, by the time we ended Hollywood Studios, it was the last day and I could barely walk. I was literally, she, we had time for maybe one more ride at closing time. They had like an after hour DVC thing going on. So we were being kicked out and it was like, okay. Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster, because we hadn't ridden those yet that day. And it was like, you can pick one. So she picked Tower of Terror. She was insistent upon going, which is not my favorite ride, but I'll go on it every so often with somebody. Um, <laughs> scream my head off. But I could literally barely walk. I was crawling in line. <laughs> like, Aww. I was like, I give up. I give in. Um, uncle, uncle, like, I'm done. <laughs> but this time, I mean, if she wants to go on Tower of Terror, she might have to go by herself this time, which I don't know if she'll do because Jim doesn't do the thrill rides. And so we got to do Rock and Roller Coaster this time because she we, that's the one ride we didn't ride at Hollywood Studios last year. So it was closed both of my trips yeah. this year so far. So, it's um, open, so yeah, kind of a bummer, but especially because it was Alex's favorite ride. But mm. now I think he might like Cosmic Rewind better. Um. I'm not sure. Um, okay. Um, and what kind of advanced dining reservations do you have set up? You said La Cellier and Beer Garden. Any others? So the only other one I did was for, um, uh, Friday night at Magic Kingdom. I did Tony's because Kelsey really liked that when we went last summer. She's a very picky eater. She actually discovered there she likes spaghetti and meatballs. And <laughs> I, we, I got like a six o'clock reservation because I figured that'd be a good place to go sit inside and rest um, before, you know, maybe fireworks and stuff. So I assume you don't have any time during this trip where you're going to be doing anything off Disney property. No you're going to Disney Springs for the performance. So that'll get you over there at least. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I mean, I like to go to Disney Springs, but I don't want to overdo it. One mistake we made last year was we were driving and we were going on a trip, mommy daughter trip in July. So we got to the hotel at like um, 
2 p.m. after driving, you know, four hours or whatever it was at that point. And then um, we got lunch and then had some time in the pool. She wanted to do all the things, you know. And then I'm like, okay, well, let's just take a little adventure because we didn't have any kind of plans officially, but I wanted to go to Disney Spring and that was the only day that we could go. And so I was like, let's take all the transportation on the way to Disney Springs because I knew we wouldn't do anything but the bus the other days. And I wanted to, her to see the Skyliner and the monorail and everything. So I did not prepare properly because I wasn't thinking like, oh, it's a park day. I'll be hard on my feet and hot and all this stuff. So I didn't pack everything I would have packed. I just had a little purse and the wrong shoes. So <laughs> we went, we made a couple of mistakes along the way. I got confused. We rode the bus somewhere and then we took the monorail to Epcot. And then we, I don't know, at some point we got on the Skyliner and a boat and just did all the Disney transportation. But between all that, it took hours and lots of walking. So by the time we got to Disney Springs, it was like, I don't know, seven o'clock. And so I made a reservation because we were hungry at this point for Planet Hollywood at like nine o'clock that night. We stood in line. I wanted to go shopping. There was one dress I wanted to get, the Disney dress shop. And so we went and got that. And then we went to Gideon's Bakehouse and I wanted to show her that. So we stood in line. And at that point, I like had this complete scare because I was so dehydrated, hot, whatever. My face started going numb and my, my, um, my hands started getting tingly and I was about to black out. So I had to sit down and of course I was just with a six year old by myself. So I was like, Oh my God. And she was scared. So somebody got some water for me and somebody got an employee who now Kelsey still remembers her name was Shannon. She's like our, her best friend forever. So she really wants to go say hi to Shannon. If she happens to be there um, this year, cause she still remembers her because she was so nice. They were so nice. Once I kind of got myself a little together, I knew all I needed was food and air conditioning. Yeah. And um, she actually walked us to our reservation at Planet Hollywood to make sure we got there okay. And then we were okay. But then, like, I already couldn't walk. And because we were staying at All-Star, you know, the the walk to get to the bus for All-Star at Disney Springs was all the way at the back. And to get an Uber, you had to go all the way back to the other side, the marketplace. It was like 11 o'clock. Anyway, I was like, you know what? After several canceled minivan reservations, I was like, whatever this first bus is that comes, I'm getting on it. And I think it was going to like Key West or something. Mm -hmm. We got on it. No problem. Then I went there and got an Uber from there. And that was like the best way. So I got home at like midnight and then to the back of the hotel. And then um, we slept a little late the next day. And I was like, well, lesson learned on that. But yeah, well, I am glad that now they have the Uber drop off and pick up at both ends. Oh, they do? They do now. So they've got one over near like the Christmas shop. And then they have another one down past Cirque du Soleil. And so between those and then the buses in the middle, you you do have more options than you did previously, which is nice. But I thought that was a trick I could use if we ever needed to. That's a great trick. Yeah. Because even if Jim's even said the other day, because he just still remembers carrying Kelsey at the end of the night, having to walk all the way to like the value buses at the end of the night, Magic Kingdom. And then there was no seats on the bus because it's all crowded at the end of the night. And he's like carrying Kelsey and he had nothing to hold on to and it was just miserable. And so I was like, well, we can always do the trick where we get on like the deluxe bus and just go get an Uber from there because it'll be quicker. But Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great tip for people. So let me just make sure I have straight what each day. So you arrive on Sunday, the 11th, Monday, the 12th, you're doing Hollywood studios. 
Mm-hmm. And we have park hoppers, which I never get park hoppers. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of like planning each park day, but then I'm like, well, if we feel like we really want to go hop over and maybe we want to go, go ahead and see the Magic Kingdom fireworks on Monday while we have more energy or whatever. So we don't have to like do too much on Friday. So we'll yeah. see. I think that park hoppers are especially useful if you've been before, because then you have a better sense of what's going on. Um, like for first timers, Unless you're with somebody that knows what they're doing, I don't know that it's necessarily worth it because you might waste a lot of time jumping around from place to place. Mm-hmm. But it, it it is so nice to have the flexibility. So, um, okay. So then Tuesday is considered your rest day. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I want to truly rest. <laughs> truly rest. Okay. All right. So you hang in by the pool, getting drinks from that little pool bar, that sort of thing. Yeah. I don't plan to leave the resort, but we'll see what happens. You could also do stuff nearby. Like you could walk over to Art of Animation and just get pictures. And it will, I mean, I'm not staying at a resort with the Skyliner yet. So it will be nice that the Skyliner's here. So if we wanted to take the Skyliner to somewhere just to see something different, we could. That'll be nice. Have you been over to the Riviera yet? Yes, I have uh, eaten at that restaurant at the top. Okay. Yeah, you could maybe do like a little, like a cupcake crawl. And go to Caribbean Beach and Riviera and like split a treat or something at each place. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, Okay. So Wednesday you're doing Epcot. Is that right? Well, we're starting Animal Kingdom. And then we have to end in Epcot for her six o'clock class. So we have to hop over there at some point because our real Epcot day is not till Thursday. So Thursday you're going to Epcot and you had another class that day you said? Yeah, so her class is like two o'clock that day. That's the day that we're gonna eat a late lunch at La Cellier. So, and then Friday was the Disney Springs performance. Yeah, so they're so. What's also interesting is that they rented like buses for the dancers so that they could all be together and not you know be scattered around among buses and stuff. And so they rented transportation. But that doesn't include the parents. So the parents have to like get the places separately. And so they're picking the dancers up by I think like 8.30 on that Friday. And then they they have to be ready in I guess rehearsal clothes or something. Anyway, then they go and they have a little bit of time to rehearse backstage and stuff. And then I guess they get ready for the show. And the show's at 11. But do we need to go with them at 8.30? Do we just meet them by 11? Like, you know. Um, I'm sure they'll be asking for some dance moms to like be kind of chaperoning and helping, but it's not me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but after the performance at 11 and the performance is only like, assuming it starts on time, performance is like 15 minutes or something. They're going to be in their costumes and their hair all done and stuff. So with their garment bags. So the bus is going to take them back to pop century Uh where they're supposed to basically change clothes and drop off their garment bags. These are all, you know, ranging in age, like six to 18 or 20. Mm-hmm. And the parents are supposed to go from Disney Springs, however we want to get to Magic Kingdom to all meet. And they're going to bring the kids and we all meet in front of the castle, supposedly. Oh, so they're taking care of changing the kids and all of that stuff. And I'm like, if you think my seven-year-old's going to go back to her, find her room on her own at Pop Century, which is big, and we don't know where in the resort we're going to be yet. Uh-huh. Um, 
Maybe she could at least, you know, change, but then drop off her garment bag at the bell desk. But we all need to try to like beat them back to the Magic Kingdom. So I don't know, but I think it's going to take longer than they anticipate for all those 30 something kids drop off their bags and get changed and then get back together to go to the Magic Kingdom. And when you say 30 something kids, you're talking specifically about the kids from her studio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's and then there's like fifty something parents or family members. So and then there's young, you know, there's younger siblings coming and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, if some maybe if you have the clothes to change into in the garment bag, and there's a parent who's acting as a chaperone, she would just change in their room. And then you could grab the bag later. Yeah, that's a good idea, too. So we'll just have to go with it. Um, I don't know. Just a lot of coordinating and organization. And then, like, after the performance, I'm just, I'm thinking logistics. Like, her hair is going to be slicked back in the, with this gel and this high ponytail as if she went to the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique or whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say, it's going to be no different than a Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique uh, princess. So, you know, I think she'll probably be fine and she'll probably feel amazing. She'll be with all the other girls who look exactly the same. So, well, that's a logistical uh, challenge that you'll have that day. But do I not buy anything Disney Springs? Do I have to force myself to go to Disney Springs on Tuesday or let, you know, I'm just like, ah, try not to freak out about it before, you know. <laughs> well, what time did the stores open at Disney Springs? I don't know. I would, I would assume 9am or something, but yeah, that way maybe you could go and do your shopping before the performance. You know, it's not the end of the world if I don't get to shop at Disney Springs. I shouldn't spend the money anyway. There's plenty of other stores I could shop at at the parks and the resort and everything. So I don't know. I like, I like shopping at Disney Springs, especially if you're doing it a little bit later in the trip, because sometimes they have something that you did see at the park, but then it prevents you from having to like go back around and hunt for it again. Right. It's like a sort of a one stop. And I've learned the shop. lesson several times that you could go to every single store and you're going to find something different. A lot's going to be the same, but if a you're lot detailed, will be the same, but right. Well, I mean like perfect example last year when I took Kelsey, she loves those baby stuffed animals that have the little blanket and stuff. Yeah. She has like five of them or six of them now. Cause I feel like I'll get one. either she picks out one or I get her one every time I go. Mm-hmm. And we really wanted a Pegasus from Hercules cause I'd seen it, but I did not find it anywhere the whole time at Disney Springs at the parks that we went to nothing. Do you know where that thing was? It was in the all-star shop and I'd already bought her a Pluto because I was like, Oh, well, I guess we're not going to find Pegasus. Well, then I had to buy her the Pegasus too, because I'm like, there was like five of them there. And I guess there was just like the end of the stock, but it happened to be there at the, the resort. No, if you go into a lot of those stores, like for me, because so much of it's the same, like I don't have to spend a ton of time in a store. Yeah. I can do like a quick once over and be like, seen this, seen this, seen this. Oh, here's something new. And so it doesn't take me very long. I mean, maybe Charles and Alex would like to differ, but I don't think I take very long. <laughs> yeah, um, that's another variable on this trip. Jim will be there. So he'll be with his little watchful, grumpy eye. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also to consider, like last year, I bought the board game, the Walt Disney World board game, because I was like, well, we're driving. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to have to get this. Right. And so we are driving on the way home. So there might be something that I wouldn't normally get because it's too big or breakable or whatever. Right. Yeah. No, that'll be nice. And I, I know that like 
for people who are not able to drive back, they do have the option to ship things home. And I've never taken that option really, except for once. Once I did, um, and it was because I bought the 50th anniversary monorail set because oh. I had this grand vision of it being under my my tree. Oh my gosh. So side side story real quick. So I had it shipped. It came to me. I opened it up. I'm so excited. Well, first of all, I didn't open it up right away because it was not near Christmas time. So I waited a couple of months. Okay. Don't ever do that. If you buy something, open it up right away. Make sure everything's right. So I opened it up. All of the pieces of track, you know, it's supposed to be able to make either a circle or an oval, depending on which of the pieces of track that you use. Well, every piece of track I received was straight, except for two curved pieces, which means I could make a straight line with a tiny curve at the end going nowhere. So I reached out to Disney and I was like, I can't make a circle. The whole point of this was for it to go under my tree. Like, I, this is not cool. And they were like, well, it's outside your return window or whatever. But as a one-time courtesy, because they could see I'm not somebody who frequently returns things, um, they offered to, uh, to, do, to take it back. So I sent it, I sent it back and then they sent me a, a new one, a replacement. It came, it had all the pieces to make a circle. It was under our Christmas tree this past year. It looked super cute. It worked for approximately two days. Oh no. So now we have it and I can put it out every year, I guess, and it'll look cute, but it does. Anybody considering buying a monorail set or train set or anything like that, I advise against it. Well, that's funny you you bring that up because I, Kelsey's best friend, I've become really good friends with her mom and she, they also love Disney. And she was just telling me that they went in January and she didn't get the monorail set because her last one had broken and she wanted to get the new one. And maybe I should get it for, you know, if I'm there, maybe she'll have me get it and bring it back. And so they, they were on super sale. I noticed in, when we were there in February, um, and like when I got it, I think it was on sale. There was a sale and I had my uh, AP DVC discount or whatever, like on top of it. So I was able to get a really good price on it. Um, so I guess because of that, it's not so bad that you can only look at it. But like it's annoying enough that when we went in February and I saw that it was on sort of super sale um, and I would see people hovering, looking at the box, considering it. Like I would actively go over to them and be like, "It, it, it'll work for like a day or two, just so you know." Um, and so I was like actively deterring people from making the purchase. <laughs> I was like, "I'm not getting anything out of this. I just want people to understand and not waste your money if, if that's what you think it's going to be. It's something that you can just always use because it's, it's not." Um, and then I looked it up online and I guess people always have these problems. And so I, I read that one solution is to get a new, um, train engine, like from a model train store and just like replace the engine, but you should not have to do that. No. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. Okay. So then Saturday is your departure day. Um, you're going to drive it all in one shot, right? Yeah, because what our plan is right now is um, to make it easier. Jim is going to go get to the airport, which is where we have to pick up the car, mm-hmm. which is not close to Disney. And then he was just complaining about it a little bit ago. Um, and then come back and get us so that we don't have to be stressed with Kelsey and the luggage and all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I can take the time while he's doing that and really get us well packed and checked out or whatever we're going to do. 
Um, did you I, did you look into the car center on Disney property? Um, I don't think so. He did Costco super cheap. Oh, that yeah. If if you weren't doing it through Costco, like most of the national chains have a location right on Disney property, and they I think they bring the car to you. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell him to look into it. I mean, because it's not more than, you know, I don't know, 20, 30 bucks more than might be worth doing that. Yeah. But because um, yeah, I was at first, I was like, our plan was to take the Sunshine Flyer or whatever to get to the airport to get the car. But we're going to have to like lug all our luggage and then we might have extra bags because, you know, since we are driving, we might be able to get some of those extra souvenirs. And so mm-hmm. I just don't want to deal with the stress of that and having to leave, you know, super early and being grumpy the rest of the day driving 10 hours or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's the plan. And then, you know, get home and then we can come straight home though, renting a car. And then we return the car the next morning on father's day. And what, what, how long of a drive is it from where you are? It's, I think it's technically about eight and a half hours if you don't stop, but you know, okay. that, I mean, that's not too bad. It'll end up being 10 to 12 hours between by, by the time we stop for meals or stop for yeah. you know, all the things. And maybe, you know, my, maybe stop at Bucky's or whatever. <laughs> Silly. Um, do, you, do you share the driving? We will. I mean, I don't even know how I survived the last, last year when I took Kelsey after feeling so bad for, and then mm-hmm. we drove, it was about 10 hours. And I mean, I didn't have anybody help me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've found that my tolerance for driving is not a, not what it once was. I used to yeah. think nothing of, of driving long distances. And now I'm like, mm, I'll drive, I'll drive to help. I will. I'm not, yeah. I'm not opposed to helping, but if my husband wants to drive all the time, I'm totally, totally fine. Yeah. With it. Um, but okay. Well, this sounds like a really exciting trip. So anyway, the next time that we talk, you will have been on this trip. You'll have had this dance experience and, um, it's going to be really exciting to hear how it all goes. So especially yeah. I'm excited to hear how Jim likes galaxy's edge. That's yeah. going to be really cool. I think him. he's really going to nerd out. I don't think he has any idea how, what, how good they did it, you know, like, yeah, no, I, I, until you're there, it's, I mean, it literally feels like you've walked into one of the movies. So, um, yeah. Get and I'm excited for him to ride, uh, Rise of the Resistance. Oh yeah. Yeah. Has he, he and Smuggler's seen, Run. I mean, I think he's just going to love it all. Has he seen any, like, uh, I think I showed, showed him a video last year of something, but I don't think he remembers. Yeah. Okay. So it'll, it'll all be new to him. All right. So now we will magically transport ourselves to after your trip. Welcome back, Leslie. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. My feet finally don't hurt. And <laughs> um, I am happy to not be taking showers every night after 10 p.m. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, there's no getting around that when it's as hot yeah. as it is down there. I yeah. mean, just forget it. And sometimes you, you're taking one at night and you're taking one middle of the day and <laughs> it's a multiple shower experience. Yes. Okay. So overall, how, how are you feeling about the way the trip went? And then we'll get into the details of all the day-to-day action. It went really well. Um, I mean, it was hot. I mean, real hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were even saying that it was hotter than normal for this time of year um, in Disney. But because um, it was like, over a hundred degree, uh, heat index. Oh my goodness. Um, 
and you know we had all the things cooling towels are are our lifeblood and the fans and all the things at one point i had like the neck fan on the cooling towel and a fan on my face <laughs> just, <you> know, <laughs> doing best i can um luckily we have one also one of those water mister bottles that just mm-hmm. missed you my daughter was using that a lot but i mean we did a lot in the five days we had there um and every night we get cranky but we just you know go in expecting that we knowing that's gonna happen and kelsey had a great dance performance and that was the reason we went and so um just trying to keep everybody remembering that you know there's no way to do everything at disney in four to five days so (laughs) we did a lot That's true. It's, I mean, there's no way to do everything in Disney, even if you stay for like two weeks, there's always things to do. So yeah. And right before the trip, like the week before the trip, I had a really bad work week. It's like stress and stuff. Mm. And so it couldn't have come at a better time. I needed the mental break, maybe not physical break, but mental break. (laughs) Yeah, no, it makes a huge difference to just feel like Mm -hmm. you can kind of tune everything out. And personally, I really like how much exercise I'm getting there because even though you're exhausted, I feel really good. Like having walked that many miles per day, it sort of, in my mind, balances out all the snacks and sugar and everything that you're eating while you're there. So, but I still, um, ironically gained a couple pounds. (laughs) You know what? But if, if that's all you gain, that's, that's not too bad. So yeah. Yeah. And that'll come right back off once you, once you get back into your normal routine. Um, Okay, so let's talk about your journey from Raleigh down to Orlando. How was your flight? Did everything run on time? Any hiccups there? Not really bad hiccups. I mean, our flight was delayed like a half an hour. It was at nine at night, so we ended up leaving at 930. Um, There had been some storms through the area, so I was actually just happy to get there and because we had the last flight of the night, so something had happened we wouldn't have been able to go that night it would have messed up the whole plan so we got there by the time we got in a room i think it was like 12 30 mm-hmm. um and there was one small hiccup getting into the room my magic van didn't work to get into the room for a second mm-hmm. you know and like we had the uber from the airport take us straight to the room right building which was not close to the main lobby and so i was like do not tell me at midnight i have to go to the main lobby but i called um Text, I called Disney support and they were able to re-encode our magic bands right then and there because none of them were working. Um, and for some reason still they couldn't get mine to work, but we got Kelsey and Jim's to work. So got in the room. That was most important. <laughs> and I was like, I'll deal with this later. Um, but then once we like scanned into a park, everything was fine on my magic uh-huh. band anyway. So I didn't have to do anything with it. Have you ever used through the My Disney Experience app the open your door Yeah. So I tried that too. Neither was working. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, just a tip for people. If your magic band doesn't work before you go running off for great distances to find some help, um, do try your app first. It doesn't always work, but, and, um, and just be prepared. Yeah. It all didn't work. Um, but it was really, I mean, quick to call, I called the resort, you know, did the prompts and it was, I got someone pretty quick and they were able to do it remotely. So that's great. So where did you find the phone number to call? Was it like in your app? Yeah, it was in the app. Um, like, I think it was calling the resort directly under the like ho- the resort information in the app. 
Okay. All right. That's good to know. All right. Because sometimes when you Google how to get help, it's like there's too many numbers to pick from. Yeah. And I've been at Disney before where I got there late and I had um, something similar happen at Coronado Springs and I was not as patient or as smart to try to call and had to go back to the lobby and I was miserable. And my phone happened to die at that moment. So I actually had to go sit in the lobby at like midnight charging my phone for enough time to at least get me in the room. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that your flight was not delayed too badly. You got into the room. Um, I know that you mentioned that you were planning on taking an Uber from the airport. How long did you have to wait for a car? Um, about 15 minutes. Um, cause I didn't call till we got our luggage. Um, cause you never know if it's going to be two minutes away or 30 minutes away. And so called when we got our luggage, went outside expecting it to be like the two minutes away cause it's the airport, but it was, you know, 1130 at night or whatever. So, yeah. um, but then did the order and it said, Oh, 15 minutes. And so we went back in instead of sitting out in the humidity, you know, standing mm-hmm. out in the airport humid at night, we went and sat back down. And then when it was like one minute away, we went out there. It was pretty easy. I remember when I recently took a later flight like that, there was like really nothing open in terms of if you needed something to eat or drink. Um, Did you run into any of that or how did you time that? Especially with a kid, a younger kid. Yeah. I mean, we did there. I don't, it didn't look like anything was really open, um, but we didn't need anything. So we weren't worried about it, which as long as the bathrooms were open. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Can I get a fast pass to the bathroom, please? Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's get into the details of your trip. We we don't really need to talk much more about your arrival day unless there's anything particular to note. So we can start right in on uh, Monday, June the 12th. And you mentioned that Jim is a huge Star Wars fanatic and that this was going to be his very first time seeing Galaxy's Edge. So that's the first thing I want to know is how did he find Galaxy's Edge? Was it everything that he was expecting? What was his reaction? He was he was in awe. I could tell the little boy in him was very excited that his fantasy was kind of coming to life. I think he was trying to play it cool. <laughs> Because <laughs> he doesn't show a lot of like, you know, over exuberance about things, but I got a couple pictures and he did, he went around a couple times by himself. Um, and cause we didn't go till later in the day. And so he went around a few times when we were just like sitting and resting or waiting for our next ride or whatever. And he's like, I'm going to go around and just explore and take pictures. And, um, at one point he had to, you know, he had to go like a 360 basically around the Millennium Falcon. Like <laughs> uh-huh. he was a little bit dorky. Um, I was so happy for him. And then um, he was a little disappointed that he was like, it's really a bummer that it's a lot based on the newer movies. And mm-hmm. he's a, you know, true geek when it comes to the first movies. And mm-hmm. But he really liked it. And, you know, I, I, I paid a ton to ride Rise of the Resistance for the individual lightning lane. And it was worth it. I don't think I'd do it again at that rate. Um, right. Now that he's ridden it, but it was worth it. Yeah. Oh. That's amazing. I can't wait to look at those pictures. They have some really good photo pass opportunities too in Galaxy Edge. Yeah. And we had some on there. Um, We had in front of like one of the fighters and the Millennium Falcon, of course. Yeah. I know that you had Magic Bands. Did you have Magic Band Plus or the Magic Band 2? Just the other regular. Okay. Yeah. I, we got a Magic Band Plus for Alex, I think on our last 
trip in February. And I just got the one for him just because I didn't think I wanted to spend all that money on magic band pluses for us when we have so many regular magic bands and um, watching him use his magic band plus, it made me feel like it was the right decision not to invest in them for the rest of us. It did not Uh. feel worth it. But I mean, I think that some people who are really into star Wars, maybe like the, the games that you can play around mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge, but I don't know that that's really worth as much. Yeah, money as we it didn't. Cost. We just didn't have time this trip to do any of that kind of stuff anyway. Yeah. It was very yeah. much dictated. I got Genie Plus. It was very much dictated on what's our next appointment. <laughs> yeah, and because we had gotten there so late the night before, we slept in. I mean, we didn't get to Hollywood Studios okay. until about uh, noon. Okay, um, I forgot also to ask. For uh, Pop Century, which section were you in? 80s. The 80s. Okay. All right. We were the farthest 80s building. So it was quite a walk, but it was kind of equidistant between the Skyliner and the main hall. Um, Mm -hmm. But what was great was we took a lot of Ubers and they could drop us off right at our, basically at our, almost at our room door. We were on the ground floor right near the Mm -hmm. end of the building. (laughs) Yeah. Near the Rubik's Cube. Okay, I know exactly where you were then. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, and you had said that the last time that you and Kelsey were there by yourselves, you did not get to do a uh, rock and roller coaster. Yeah. Did you get to do it this time? No. Oh, no. What no. happened? We just simply ran out of time. Um, we, I was trying to do it logically instead of wasting, knowing I had the whole week to get through trying to go from one end of the park to the other. So mm-hmm. there were a few times we probably could have done it, whether we had scheduled a lightning lane or wanted to wait in line, but I didn't want to have to go from, you know, Toy Story or Star Wars all the way back over there and go back or whatever. So mm-hmm. I had it very structured logistically and it was basically choose either Fantasmic or Rock and Roller Coaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. so we did the, actually the dining package for Fantasmic where we ate earlier and then got priority seating. Okay, which dining package did you end up doing? So we did the 50s cafe for like a late lunch, early dinner at like three o'clock. And then we were able to go in the like special seating or whatever for Fantasmic. Okay. And I remember that you said that Kelsey can be a kind of picky eater. Um, What was there that she was able to get at 50s primetime? She got chicken tenders. Uh, She usually prefers her her fried chicken um, products in a smaller form, like nuggets, but she ate some of it. She was very excited (laughs) about dessert. Um, Uh But they had, she's so funny because they'll have like fruit salad on the menu, which means just a fruit cup, right? Right. You have to remind her several times, fruit salad is not like with lettuce. It's just fruit. She's like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And she got a, she actually hated that restaurant when we went there last summer because she didn't like the whole like gimmick of it, of like, get your elbows off the table and set the table yourself and all that stuff. She's like, why do the kids always have to do the work? So um, before the, knowing that before the waitress even came to the table, I said, go ahead and set the table so they don't have to tell you. And, but we had, we told our waitress when she came up about the kind of anxiety about it. And she was, she was super awesome about it and nice. And she didn't throw in the meanness kind of attitude part of it, which was great. Kelsey liked it. And Kelsey got a, like a cotton candy lemonade blue drink thing she liked. Mm-hmm. And 
I think Alex had that last time we were there too. Um, I tasted it and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, not for me, but whatever, <laughs> kids like it. Um, yeah, that's just a note for anybody who has that kind of anxiety about that sort of interaction with your server. They will totally turn it off if you ask them to. Yeah, there and Whispering Canyon. Yes, yeah, if you're not into all of that antics, um, just say so and they will not uh, subject you to it. Well, I'll give you a tip about the dining package with Fantasmic because okay, it's been so long. I think I'd done that once before, but it's been so long. I, I When I made the reservation, I thought it was just basically you were committing to eat in a table service restaurant at some point mm-hmm. during the day. And because of that, they rewarded you with some sort of priority, better seating for Fantasmic. I didn't realize it. I, did, I totally missed that it was like a dining plan where you mm-hmm. paid a certain amount, a flat amount, and you got an appetizer for the table, each person got an entree and a dessert for the table. Mm-hmm. And so it was a bit of an issue. They were fine with it. I actually got free food out of it and extra food out of it uh, because I ordered as my meal, I decided that I wanted, because um, I was trying to save money, not thinking mm-hmm. about the, I knew, I, but, but then again, I knew it was a flat rate, but I thought that was just like you paid extra for the Fantasmic. But anyway, so Jim got meatloaf and I wanted as my meal, the, the special daily de- deviled eggs special, which was an appetizer. And I also got, I wanted the fried cheese appetizer thing. Okay. I always wanted to try, but I never have, they give you so much food. I never have the appetite. So I got two appetizers on my meal. Uh-huh. And um, the lady, when I said fried cheese, thought I said fried chicken because that's the structure of the dining plan thing. And so right. when I she brought me fried chicken or the, you know, whoever brought me fried, it wasn't my server. I was like, Oh, I didn't order fried chicken. It was like confusion for a second. I was like, I, I mean, it was fried. Oh, and I was like, Oh, it was fried cheese. And she's like, Oh, okay. Let me go get you that. So they brought it to me. Then our waitress came. She's like, Oh, you couldn't, you, you uh, appetizer wasn't included. I have, she was like, I have to put in an entree for you. And we'll just give you that for free. I'd already basically eaten at this point. Yeah. So I wasn't that much more hungry. She's like, you got to order an, an entree. I can't count that as an entree. And I was like, okay. So I ordered a chicken Caesar salad. <laughs> just like an entree size chicken Caesar salad. And I ate about half of it. But I was like, I won't be cleaning my plate, y'all. <laughs> but I was like, I'm so sorry. I Wow. Yeah. Th- those, those things can make it a little bit more confusing. And also when you sign up for those dining packages uh, for the Fantasmic or for other shows like that, typically the times that you have available to you are also not like a standard time to eat. Yeah. I think so it was 2.45. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's talk through that day because Jim is such a Star Wars fanatic was Galaxy's Edge your first stop of the day in Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. No. So I had woke, woken up, you know, I set my alarm for 6.50, got the Genie Plus for the day, which was a rate of $25 plus tax per person that day. Oh, my Lord. Um, <laughs> I know. And then uh, totally worth it, though. I mean, not worth it. You know, it's hard. It's hard to make yourself say it was worth it. But that's just the game you have to play at Disney now. Right. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to be able to ride as much as possible. Um, and so then I got the individual lightning lane for Rise of the Resistance. Um, and that was also another $25 plus tax per person. 
Um, and that was though for 7 p.m., 7 to 8. And so as I booked, I think the first regular lightning lane I booked was for Slinky Dog. And that one was for like five o'clock or something. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, so as I booked lightning lanes every couple of hours, I, I picked Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run for 8 p.m. So that, cause we, I knew we'd be in Star Wars already. I picked Toy Story Mania for like the same time as Slinky Dog basically, and like tried to cluster things. And so uh, the first thing we went to, we didn't actually ride a ride until after our meal at 50s Cafe. So we got okay. in about noon. We had eaten lunch, uh, eaten a bre- big breakfast at Pop Century. Mm-hmm. We went, got in about noon, and we went to the Muppet Show, mm-hmm. pretty, which is one of my favorites anyway. Uh, we were both wearing Kermit dresses, me and Kelsey. Um, so we got lots of cute pictures there in front of the fountain and everything. And then oh, let's um, just pause there because I remember in your pre-trip interview you said that you were not one of those cute Disney people who wears the dresses. But I can attest that I saw your picture of you guys in the Kermit dresses and you totally look like a cute Disney person. Okay, well, I also look like a melting uh, mound of clay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, but that wasn't like I had bike shorts underneath, you know, like workout shorts underneath. Right. And, to be fair, uh, it looked like a comfortable dress. So Yeah, a sports bra. It's a very airy, cottony dress. It wasn't like one of those structure with a belt and like a petticoat mm-hmm. kind of thing. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I just, you know, happen to have these types of things. But it was like, so Kelsey wore a similar dress with also with um, like biker shorts underneath. And they're both from LuLaRoe and um, very, very cute. We got lots of comments. And then I had a Kermit like crossbody bag that she used for the day. And anyway, um, but yeah, no makeup or anything, no hair doing. Because <laughs> it was not realistic. I'm not that person. But anyway, but we ate and then it was basically like I would give Kelsey choices. Like, do you want to do this or this next? Do you want to do this or this? Mm-hmm. And she's all the whole time. She's like, when can we ride a ride? I'm like, well, we have appointments for rides later. Sorry. We have to start our riding experience like at four o'clock with our first ride. Um, and so we did Muppets. We did um, the Frozen show. We did the Indiana Jones show. Um, we went in the Ariel, the new Ariel, live action Ariel. Oh, cool. Can you tell us where does the new live action Ariel meet? That is in that like Walt Disney vision exhibit. Wait, is it over at like one man's dream? Yes. Yes. So you walk through the exhibit and then you meet the character at the end. Last year it was Sully from Monsters, Inc. We went through that, but it was. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a really interesting location to put her. Yeah, and then in the little theater there, they had, like, we didn't watch it, but they had, like, a, a small showing of, like, part of The Little Mermaid or whatever. Um, but I was very confused. You know, I don't get confused easily about where things are at Disney, but I was trying to figure out where Ariel was. And, you know, because Journey of the Little Mermaid ride is closed or whatever it was, mm-hmm. Um I thought it'd be, she'd be in there or something like nearby there. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went there and it's just closed and it was like a secret place where they have fans and like benches. You could just hang out uh-huh. outside of it. But I had to ask a cast member, where's Ariel? <laughs> and so they, it was like, you know, right next door or whatever, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's where I sort of thought she would be. So. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I know. So, um, yeah, and then we didn't meet a lot of characters this trip, but um, we did see Daisy and Donald outside of Hollywood Brown Derby. I saw Max 
walk in through the Muppets area, but we didn't like wait in a lot of lines to see characters because Kelsey wanted to ride rides. So after dinner, at our three o'clock dinner or whatever, we then started the ride. So I had gotten Runaway Railway, mm-hmm. which um, we like, and then um, Toy Story Mania, and we were supposed to do Slinky Dog. Slinky Dog went down during our oh, lightning no. lane. And then it came back up. We went and got in line. And then it went down again. Oh, my goodness. And there was a little bit of disorganization about how do we get out of here because we had to go to make our rise of resistance at that point. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, I can't be sitting here just stuck here. And so I had to, like, talk to a few cast members just to get let us out. (laughs) Oh, okay. And I was about to have a um, mama bear moment where I'm like, I paid $80 for the resistance. I am going to get there. Um, and of course, along the way, then it's like, Kelsey really wanted to ride the alien saucer thing. And I've never ridden, actually mm-hmm. ridden those. And, and so I was like, oh, okay, I think we have a few minutes to just do that because the line wasn't long. So we did that real quick on the way to Star Wars and then went over, made it like within five minutes of our ending time for Rise of Resistance. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, did you ever end up getting on Slinky Dog? Did they turn it into an anytime uh, lightning lane? So, no. Um, once we, the, well, the crappy thing was, and I didn't have the time or energy to go to guest relations to get it fixed. They, because we had already, when they, the second time we attempted, we had already scanned through the second checkpoint. Our lightning lane was used officially. Uh-huh because we didn't have the time to wait around for the like a paper thing or something uh-huh so yeah. i was just like well i gotta get to rise of resistance sorry <laughs> <laughs> and so we were kind of bummed about not riding kelsey loves that ride and then we had unfortunately we had an hour between rise of the resistance and smugglers run but it was like we're not okay. gonna we're not going to, we're just going to let Jim explore um, Star Wars and yeah. move around and took our time and looked, took pictures and stuff until when like we were literally sitting outside the Millennium Falcon waiting for the minute that it went off because we knew we had to book it after that over to the other side to hopefully maybe ride Rock and Roller Coaster. I had gotten a lightning lane at that point for like 845, but at that point we had to be in Fantasmic seating by then. So I knew it probably wouldn't happen, but anyway. Well, tell us how Jim liked Rise of the Resistance. He loved it. He loved it. And he's not a big, like, thrill ride guy. He does not like roller coasters. And, you know, it's not a roller coaster, but there's some unexpected moments. And Uh I didn't want to spoil it for him. And he liked it, though. He really thought the theming was amazing. And Mm -hmm. uh, I could see him just soaking it all in. It's just a lot to look at, a lot to absorb. and. Yeah. When you, when you ride that for the first time and you pull into the, the exit point, I mean, you can tell people are just like, what on earth? I've never ridden anything like that before. Yeah. And then like his favorite part was the at, at like just, oh yeah. You know, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Um, okay. So Fantasmic, had you seen it since it's come back from COVID or was this the first time in a long time for you? No, it was the first time in a long time. Okay. And did you notice all the new parts that they had added? Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. And Kelsey really liked it. But at that point it was, you know, night one, we were, and we were pretty cranky. We kind of got into it mm-hmm. a little bit, but it was just like, just watch the show and, mm-hmm. um, 
where we had a great with the dining right in the middle Mm -hmm. were you towards the front towards the back right in the middle okay all right did the stadium fill up oh yeah it was packed yeah it just depends on the day i've i've had it where you you can't get in it really fills up but then other times where it's like no you can still get in but you just you're going to be sitting off to the side which i personally don't mind i think that most of the seats in there are good i don't think there's really a bad seat yeah yeah um but it was it was really good i like the um changes they made and then um kelsey kept saying how how <laughs> what does like, that they would have mean? a special effect uh-huh. like you know that something would disappear you know uh-huh. for a seven-year-old you know you're you're uh-huh. like you're as an adult you're like well they just did a quick change or whatever but you know and they had some <laughs> other distractions but she's like how how <laughs> that's and really i was just cute. like i don't know magic <laughs> how was uh getting out of the stadium after it was over because that can be a little bit of a madhouse but i've noticed that recently mm-hmm. they've been exiting you kind of towards the front of the park they shuttled us and we came right out at like the front of sunset boulevard like almost like right in front of those cute stores there, like like, like kind of like dress shop yes um and from there did you just head on out for the night well, we kind of had an agreement with Kelsey at every, every day at every park, she could get something. Okay. Okay. And so we didn't do a lot of shopping during the the park days. And so me and her went to a couple shops while Jim sat on a bench and waited for us. Um, and of course you're playing the Frogger game where everyone's streaming down the road and you're trying to get across to the shop. <laughs> but, um, but we went into a few and we didn't really, um, find anything that I was willing to let her buy. She really was so fantastic. She was like, I want a sorcerer Mickey. And I knew very well that you'd be able to find a sorcerer Mickey somewhere else. And so I was like, why don't we wait? Cause she also had a certain amount of money for her that she could basically buy anything she wanted, but he was mm-hmm. trying to like, you know, and how many plushes does she need and all that kind of stuff. So it's like fighting the plush war. Like, do you really need to acquire five more plushes on one trip? But anyway, she tends to collect the babies. I yeah, I remember before. you talked about and that. So yeah. she, we went in and she almost bought a Bolt baby, but she's never seen that movie. It's a little more obscure. And yeah, he's cute. But it was like, do you really want that? And she was trying to decide between that. And I was like, how about we not, don't decide right now just to buy something? Mm-hmm. And they were closing. It was almost 10 o'clock at this point. Mm-hmm. And the park had closed at nine, you know. And so... It was like, how about we buy something else later? If we see a Sorcerer Mickey later or whatever. But we walked out of the park and there's that one last little stand on the right there where it has, has a few things. Mm-hmm. And they were closing the gate. And I, I it was my fault. <laughs> I said, <laughs> why don't we look and see what they have over there? Because, you know, in my experience, they have different things all over the place. And they had a baby Raja from Aladdin. And that's what she chose. Like, that's what I want. Cause she loves Aladdin. So okay. she picked a baby Raja and I'd never seen it before. And then of course I saw it lots of times at different places through the, through the week, but that's what, that was her baby. She picked. <laughs> All right. So now you're heading back. You're exhausted. Let's talk about the Skyliner. Oh no. Did you have issues getting back? 
So, you know, it's great to have the Skyliner pop century. And that first night wasn't too bad. So there was a pretty long line getting on the Skyliner at Hollywood Studios mm -hmm. to go to the Caribbean beach. But it went really fast, like, like five minutes. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that bad. Then we get to the transfer station and the line is crazy town. So we oh, look no. at the line and we're like, you're basically stuck at that point, right? Unless you want to go and get an Uber from there. But it's like, you already went halfway. The line went like do, 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 all the way down the sidewalk, like almost off the sidewalk. And so we were like, I guess we're stuck here for a while. But impressively, it lasted like we timed it. It was like 13 minutes and something seconds. Oh, wow. You know, the skyline is always moving. But mm -hmm. that was the first night. Later, we didn't do that because I couldn't stand another 15 minutes <laughs> or however long it's going to be times two, you know. Uh -huh. I think we got back to the room at like 11 that night. What time were you exiting Hollywood Studios, would you say? Like 9.30? No, like 10.15. Oh, 10.15. Okay. 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 Not too bad. All right. And so for your rest day, did you rest? <laughs> yeah, I would call it a rest day for Disney standards. I mean, I didn't stay in bed all day, but we slept late. You know, we didn't set an alarm. And number one activity was to go to the pools. So what we did was we... Um, went and got lunch late breakfast brunch and at like 10 30 and then we went, went ahead and had worn our bathing suits and went to the the big flower pool the hippy dippy pool we were meeting one of her dance friends there and parents we know and then i started running into some of the other dance families and stuff there but i enjoyed the pool jim enjoyed the pool kelsey enjoyed the pool and then they had like we were there for a few hours and at 1.30 they had like kids games, you know. And so mm -hmm. Kelsey wanted to stay at least for the kids games because at this point I was starting to get hungry again. Plus I wanted to, we had some other um, itinerary items and it was like, okay, well we can't stay much longer, but you can stay through the games and then we got to go. They did like a musical chairs type of game and she won the second round. And so she was excited. She got this little duck, you know. Well, she was super excited to win and I had to basically drag her out of the pool. And then we went and got lunch. We actually just got a whole pizza and took it back to Jim because Jim had cut out like way before because he's Mr. Sun um, sensitive and went back to the room and he enjoyed that time by himself, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and then we went back, ate pizza, got cleaned up, took a little bit of a rest. We had homework because it had been dropped in our laps later on Monday that the kids had to memorize a Frozen on Broadway song. Oh my goodness. In preparation for their little Broadway class on Wednesday at Epcot. They couldn't have told you that before your trip ever I know. Started. This was from Disney. I mean, she had just gotten the email. I'm like, so we didn't have a printer, you know, so I had to like yeah. handwrite lyrics on another piece of paper because they we had an audio track and all this stuff. So Kelsey, you know, Kelsey's stressing about it. And so... We practiced that thing. We she memorized it. We practiced it for a couple hours. Then we like kept like suddenly like say the lyrics or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And so the next two days it was like coaching an actor. You know, all the kids were like stressing about it because apparently at this like class it was all focused on Frozen on Broadway and they were gonna learn stuff, but also have like auditions and like a little performance at the end and stuff. Mm -hmm. After doing that and just taking a little bit of rest time. Um, we all got showers. We had made, I made a reservation at Wilderness Lodge at Whispering Canyon. Mm -hmm. And so that was the one day I put on makeup and put on a cute, cuter little outfit and felt cute. And I didn't feel like 
a melting mound of clay and we took an uber over there to wilderness lodge and kelsey loved it and that's where me and jen went on our honeymoon 10 years ago and so, it's my favorite resort <laughs> yeah it's my favorite and so just showing kelsey this is where mommy and daddy went for our honeymoon she's like i want to come here i want to come here so we were just exploring for a while before we got there a little early so we went out and looked at the, the outside just being envious of all the people that could afford to stay there on a regular basis <laughs> <laughs> but um we really liked it and it it wasn't as hot that night just you know um mm -hmm. being somewhere like that there was a nice little breeze and but then we went to our reservation at whispering canyon now even though me and jim stayed at wilderness lodge for like nine nights in 2013 we actually mm -hmm. never ate at whispering canyon because we were there for our honeymoon. I knew it was more like a kid's like family place. He mm -hmm. does not like the antics and the embarrassment kind of stuff. So we purposely did not eat there, but I knew that Kelsey might enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So we went there and yeah, Kelsey enjoyed it. Jim did not. <laughs> He's like, we're never coming here again. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know, at the certain point they pull up all the men and the men had to mm -hmm. do, I'm a little teapot. Oh, and he went up there very reluctantly, like growling, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Kelsey loved it. And uh -huh. then at some point they made the kids like ride around on hobby horses around. So she loved doing that. And then, of course, the whole ketchup thing, which we missed out on because uh, Kelsey needed ketchup for she got a cheeseburger. But um, she ended up eating the cheeseburger before she got to ask for ketchup. But the food was good. I wasn't hungry enough for the all-you-can-eat skillet thing, and I didn't want to pay that amount to just pick at it. So I actually bought, I got an appetizer as my meal and a whole basket of cornbread, <laughs> which we kind of snacked <laughs> on the rest of the, the week. Mm -hmm. Just so you know, a basket of cornbread, you know, you get it, you get it free with your skillet. Mm -hmm. But, of course, they don't want you to share. And so without paying for both people for the skillet. Mm -hmm. So I bought a whole basket for myself that was $9. It was like two dozen pieces of cornbread. Oh my God. <laughs> with honey butter. And so I ate like two pieces at dinner and, and just put it all in a box and took it back. And we actually snacked on it the rest of the week. But, but I got the barbecue nachos. Okay. How were those? They were pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I ate them for the first time on our February trip, because that's our favorite resort. We actually, our DVC is, uh, Copper Creek is our home resort. And we just had never gone there. And I think it's because of the antics maybe. And this time I was like, okay, we need to give it a try. Like you have to have tried everything at least once. Right. And so I made the reservation and Charles and Alex actually ended up really enjoying it. So I thought, it was a lot of money considering how much I ended up eating. You know, I'm not like getting refills on, on the skillet or anything like that, but yeah. I thought the food was, was decent and, um, and our server was really nice, but you do have to kind of be like in a mindset to play their games. <laughs> yeah. And at one point there was just a, a moment where Kelsey was going to like help shuttle some, some ketchup to mm -hmm. another tables. And, and one of the table near us had the ketchup or whatever. And so she went over there and this one waitress was like totally in the like sheriff part and like looked at her like, what are you doing here? Kelsey came back to the table like, like Aww. about to cry. Like, cause Kelsey doesn't understand that kind of yeah. stuff. No, some, some kids are so sensitive to that sort of thing based on their age and everything. Yeah. Did she get over it quickly? 
Yeah, she got over it pretty quickly, but I was just like, she was just playing a part. I mean, luckily our server wasn't as mean. She was more of a nice um, server, but but she wasn't as attentive as I would have liked. But the food mm-hmm. was pretty good. Jim liked the skillet, and um, but it, I mean, yeah, I there's no way I could eat more than one. But Jim got a second order of some meat just to say he just because he was like, well, I paid for this. I'm gonna make myself get more. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I love Artist Point, but Kelsey would not like that and it's more expensive so have you been there since it's been the the snow white character dining or did you eat there mm-hmm. before that okay okay yeah. yeah it's nice i i don't i i have to say i don't love the food options at that artist point meal as much i think i'd rather have the skillet um or i'd rather actually go to geyser point <laughs> because mm-hmm. i think geyser point is really nice and i love sitting out by the water and mm-hmm. it's a lot cheaper yeah Okay, so what happened after Whispering Canyon? So we got Uber back to the resort, and that was it. By the time we got back to the resort, I think it was like 9 o'clock, and we, you know, pretty much went to bed. (laughs) Okay, so the next day you headed over to Animal Kingdom, and then there was a class at Epcot that evening. Um, How was Animal Kingdom? Animal Kingdom was good. So again, we didn't set our alarms. We didn't get to Animal Kingdom until 10.30, um, I mean, I, I set our, I, well, I, I set an alarm for 845, I think, because I was like, mm-hmm. we need to not sleep away the day because Animal Kingdom, we, you know, it's our only chance, basically. And so, but I did get the Genie Plus, um, which had gone down to like $24 that day. And um, I immediately booked Flight of Passage for individual Lightning Lanes, which was only like $14, so not too bad. Then um, booked the Safari. Because that's one of my favorites is Safari. When we got there, though, our Safari was at 11.20. We walked in the gates at 11, uh, 10.30. We took the bus and it was, Jen, uh, Kelsey was like, I want to ride the roller coaster at wrist. So I was like, okay, I think, and I looked at the wait and the wait was only like 20 minutes. So I was like, I think we have enough time to go over there, ride Everest, and then hop over to our Safari. And then after that, get to Pandora and do all the things in enough time try to find food in that in, in between sometime that morning for breakfast by the way we just we ate basically cornbread and i think leftover cupcake and we started drinking a lot of powerade and so we went and rode everest it was just me and kelsey because um jim does not like big roller coasters and so he he took our stuff while we went in line it was only like 15 minute wait so that was really good and okay. she at first seemed like she hated it. She was too, she was like, it's too scary. But then 10 minutes later, she's like, I want to ride it again. <laughs> and she bought a plush at the store there. It was like a snow leopard. It wasn't a Disney character. It was just, you know, a snow mm-hmm. leopard from the Himalayas or whatever. I don't know. But, um, and she really liked it though in the end. And she kept wanting to ride it again. We didn't get a chance to ride it again, but, but we had the, picture because of genie plus and she looked terrified in that picture i don't know if you saw it i did (laughs) oh and by the way so flight of passage ended up being her favorite ride of all time so oh was it oh that's begging to ride it and it's her best friend's favorite ride too so she got a little banshee wrist thing you know and it's like 40 dollars. she used her own money for it Mm -hmm. um and because i'd already bought bought her the leopard but she loved 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 flight of passage so that was money worth spending um i fit on no problem so that was exciting it was her first time writing flight of passage was it your first time no okay I, last time I went was like two years ago and I fit, but they had to like actually like 
push on the back to make it click. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. time they didn't have to push anything. I mean, I'm not any less weight, but anyway, just I think it depends on your the, the size of your muscles at that moment. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, so every, all three of us loved it. And um, we did the river ride, too. I got a lightning lane while we were in Pandora. And then that in the safari, we had ridden the safari. And we got lunch that day at the Harambe Market. Uh-huh. It was probably my, one of my favorite meals of the whole week um, as far as like really? quick service or whatever. It was like a rice bowl with chicken mm-hmm. and it had like this spicy um, sauce with it. Um, it was a cilantro rice. I love cilantro rice mm-hmm. and like a chipotle. And it was just, I'd, I really liked it. And we were like scarfing down our food because we had to get to Pandora at that point. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, that was really good. But then we hopped over to, we actually went back to the room. Um, okay. on the bus at like two o'clock, um, rested and worked on her practicing the lyrics mm-hmm. or whatever, a little bit more, but we went back and, um, she had to change into her dance clothes and stuff. And we went back to Epcot around five or so, mm-hmm. um, because her class was at six and it's in some sort of backstage studio way back, way back. They enter like right between Italy and Germany. Oh, okay. And so we, we basically dropped her off there at 545 um, with the group. And I thought somehow that the class was only an hour and a half. Well, it was two and a half hours. So started at six, already had an exhausting day. Mm-hmm. And I had made a individual lightning lane for cosmic rewind for like eight o'clock thinking she was out of the class at seven 30. Mm-hmm. Well, then I found out it was two and a half hours and I had, I luckily I, I messaged through the app, I chatted on the app and they refunded me. Um, basically me and Jim went to beer garden, which I'd never been to before. It was, it was good. Um, I'm glad Kelsey didn't go with us. Yeah, the food the food there I would say is is probably not the greatest for for younger kids. Our reservation was not till like six thirty, but we showed up at like five fifty and asked mm-hmm. if they could seat us sooner, and they got us in just a few minutes later. Um, and we sat there for a while, and Jim enjoyed beers, and and we were there probably till about seven thirty, mm-hmm. or maybe seven since we got there earlier. But anyway, we were there for a while, and then it's like, okay, well, what do we do until we have to get Kelsey? And so I didn't want to like be bouncing around and wasting energy. So we basically just explored some countries, walked around, and then the class was running a little late. So I grabbed a bench basically near Germany, right by the water for the fireworks. And Jim went and got Kelsey. And by the time he got her, it was like 10 minutes till nine and brought her over and we watched the fireworks. Was the bench that you picked out a good spot to to see those? I mean, it was decent. There were a couple um, tables right by the water, the railing that had umbrellas. So the umbrellas were kind of blocking a little bit. But if you really wanted to get up and move around, it was was where the Snow White and Seven Dwarfs topiaries are. Um, Okay. Right by the water. And it was right beside like a VIP, some sort of fireworks event, which hardly anyone was at. So um, it wasn't very crowded. I mean... I had a whole bench to ourselves. I mean, it was great. So that's good. Um, but I just camped out there and then um, we watched the fireworks. Kelsey did not have a good experience for that class. I think she was Aww. too tired by that point. She's not 
a very skilled dancer. She just does it for fun, like a recreational mm-hmm. class. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think it was a lot. It was intensive. Mm-hmm. And um, she said she missed us the whole time. Um, were there like uh, adults from the studio or older teenagers from the studio that were looking out for the younger kids that were in the class? Yeah, they were supposed to be. But apparently she said she cried the whole time, but she didn't tell anyone she was crying. <laughs> Aww. And that she she didn't um, she missed us. <laughs> oh, poor thing. I know. So then there was a question: Do you want to do this class the next day that we paid for? But it wasn't that much for the class. But you know, you had to pay to get in the parks to do the class. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, we left after the fireworks and tried to take our time to try to like give Kelsey something because literally all she did at Epcot that night was go to the class. She didn't see anything except for what we were passing between the Mm -hmm. Skyliner and the class in Italy. We took time to like look at fountains. She loves to do that. And then the topiaries from the flower festival and everything. And so Mm -hmm. moseying over to the Skyliner. Um, We get to the Skyliner and oh my God, the line. And if it had gone as fast as the previous line that was of, of similar size from a couple of nights before, it should have been only been like 15 minutes and then another 15 minutes or more on the other side for the transfer. This mama was not doing that. And plus, what if it hadn't gone as fast that time right. or whatever? And so I was like, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. So actually it was Kelsey's idea to take the boat. And okay. so what we did was, and we did this every single night, the rest of the trip, we ended at Epcot and we took the boat to Boardwalk and then took an Uber. Oh, okay. And it All was right. so much quicker and so worth it. Cause it probably mm-hmm. saved us minimum an hour, if not two hours of trying to get back to the room and standing. And- yeah. T- taking an Uber from Boardwalk, taking an Uber from beach club, like, Pick a resort, grab an Uber. Yep. 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 That's the way to go. So that worked really well. Um, So that's what we did. So we got back to the, we probably got back because of that around 1030. Um, Mm -hmm. And it could have been a lot later. Even Jim was like, I don't spend money on Uber. And he was like, okay, that was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Then at the other end, you don't have to walk to your room either. Right. Exactly. Okay. So Wednesday, excuse me. Thursday, June 15th uh, was an Epcot day for you again because there was another class at 2 p.m. Yes. What time did you end up getting over to Epcot? So we basically had been scolded as a whole, the dance team, to not um, use all our energy before the dance classes at parks because Mm -hmm. I guess there have been a lot of exhausted people and they even lost a couple of dancers to heat exhaustion that couldn't even do the class. So I, and I was like, maybe the two o'clock class day on Thursday, but the six o'clock class, I'm like, I had to pay to get an Epcot and then all to Mm -hmm. to then pay more to do a class. Like we're not wasting that day. I'm sorry. Like that's part of the reason Mm -hmm. we came on this trip. Like we came to Disney, you know? Yeah. But I can see her point. But um, anyway, so Thursday we got into Epcot at one o'clock. We, um, so we slept late and then went and got lunch at Pop Century and then went to the, on the Skyliner, got into Epcot. I had gotten Remy Ratatouille ride for one to two. We had mm-hmm. to drop Kelsey off at one forty-five, so we walked in, went straight on Remy. We loved it. Never been on that one before. Um, and then 
moseyed over to the class. We actually um, needed to feed Kelsey because me and Jim had late lunch plans, but Kelsey was about to go into two and a half hour class. And um, we had eaten breakfast at Pop Century though. We not, and so she needed to eat more food. And so mm-hmm. we got our hot dog in the American Pavilion um, cause I was looking, I kept looking at the kiosk for the flower and garden festival and there's nothing she would eat. So we got, finally got a hot dog. <laughs> then of course, halfway through the hot dog, she claimed she didn't like the hot dog, but, um, we sat in the theater or whatever in front of America to eat the hot dog and there was a band playing and, and then dropped her off and me and Jim booked it over to Canada to go to La Cellier. So, mm-hmm. So you mentioned that Le Cellier is a favorite of yours. Um, what are the things you'd like to order there? We always get the filet mignon. And, Me too. Um, and we, I do like the poutine because Jim loves poutine. But I can usually not eat past the filet mignon. It wasn't quite as good as like this, this amazingness you build up in your head. It's, and they, I think they have changed the recipe in 10 years, but mm-hmm. um, it was still amazing. Um, and it was just nice to be in a cool place and drink lots of cold water and the bread basket is my favorite part. And so what we did was we got an order of poutine as an appetizer to share. And then we split a filet mignon. Uh-huh. That's a good idea. And and they yeah, don't give you any issues about trying to do that, right? No. Because I think sometimes people feel like somebody's going to be like, no, you can't do that. No. And they said, and we even asked, and they said, people come sometimes get just the soup and leave. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Just to Good have to the know. experience, whatever. Yeah. And get yeah. the bread basket. <laughs> yeah, the bread basket. And that cheddar cheese soup is delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So after Lacelli, how much more time did you have after that uh, for her class before you had to pick her up? Uh, we had a good amount of time, probably about an hour more. And so Jim needed to go back to the room. Okay. And so I was alone. So he was gone for a couple hours. I just moseyed over to Japan, which is my favorite store in Mm -hmm. Epcot. Bought a few goodies, a couple of souvenirs for friends. And then um, just took my time enjoying walking around, not walking around, whatever. Uh And then I booked a fast pass for the class was out at 430 met for met Kelsey it was on time so had booked a fast pass for frozen mm-hmm. after 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 or whatever she really liked that and then you know walking there was her chance to kind of see some of the other countries even though we didn't stop and um then we did the boat ride in in Mexico which she really liked a lot so Kelsey she's young how does she like Epcot in general she liked it because they have so many rides and they're her speed. I mean, she likes the thrill rides, but she also really gets a kick out of the, the boring rides, too. Because they all <laughs> have the great rides. experience of theming. I mean, it's not like you're just right. sitting on something in a, a dark room. You, there's things to see and things to think about. And Has she done any of the, like, films in any of the countries? Or does she enjoy looking in the shops? No, we didn't spend any time doing that because I didn't think she would really. All she want to do is spend more money, if anything. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And she didn't, you know, she doesn't care about the culture part yet or any of that kind of stuff. So we just basically did a, between coming from the Skyliner and walking around, we just went, we didn't really go into any countries mm-hmm. um, with her except for the ride ones. And um, she didn't ask to do it either. So Okay. 
All right. So after Jim rejoined you, what was up next? So um, we then had a lightning lane for Soren. Mm -hmm. And so we made our way to Soren, which is very confusing in the front part of Epcot right now with the construction, which way to go mm -hmm. and getting around. It's a longer walk and stuff. So we walked all the way over to the land, did Soren, did the boat ride and living with the land. And then um, she really liked both of those. And she was just amazed by the plants and the things they were doing in the living with the lands thing. Um, and then after that, we had, it was time for our, it was already like, because she didn't get out of the class till 4.30. And then we did the frozen ride. And then we did the, the Mexico ride. And then we went to Soren and living with the land. So by that time, it was like seven o'clock. Mm -hmm. And I had also, I had gotten an, a lightning lane, an individual lightning lane for Cosmic Rewind that was at, like from eight to nine. But I also got in the virtual queue and that was called at like seven. Okay. So after living with the lands, we had to book it over to, for the virtual queue. Uh-huh. Cause it was already like seven 20 or seven 30. And I was like, well, if we want to make the lightning lane and we needed to eat still. And I was still hoping that we would be able to ride spaceship earth. One of my favorites mm -hmm. and some of the other things before we left Epcot that night when it closed at nine. So we went and, and ended up being like an hour wait in the virtual queue for cosmic rewind. Um, all three of us rode at that time. I did not know what to expect because I didn't look into it. And so I did not know it was more of a roller coaster. I thought it was going to be more like Rise of Resistance or something. Oh, gosh. So that was a shock to Jim. <laughs> Super shock to Jim. He survived. Um, he did not ride it again. Uh -huh. But Kelsey and I loved it. So we literally had to get off the ride, mm -hmm. turn around to not miss our lightning lane time and go back in for our lightning lane time. Well, the good thing is, is that when you use the lightning lane, you get on very quickly. If the virtual queue, you're, you're going to queue as long as the queue is. You just have the privilege of even riding it. Um, but I want to know what, what songs you got. What song did you get the first go round and the second go round? The first go round was September. Mm -hmm. um, it was super fun. And then the second go round was Disco Inferno, which was a more fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, the second time, so Jim decided not to ride, and I was for a second. I was like, I guess it doesn't matter, matter half a dozen one, six of the other, whatever, because he rode it once, so our money was spent. But I paid for Lightning Lane for him, and so I was like, I guess I'm going to find a stranger to use this, so it doesn't go to waste. So what he did was go to the Connections Cafe right there and get us mm -hmm. food. I took his his Magic Band, and I picked out this guy on a alone on a bench. Oh. I thought you were going to say I took his magic band and I wrote it a third time. No, I wouldn't want to do that to Kelsey because she really wanted uh -oh. to write it, but she wouldn't <laughs> write it alone, you know? So, yeah. um, so I actually pointed this, I went to this first guy I saw kind of sitting alone on a bench. He was like a 20 something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, he's looking at his phone. I was like, Hey, I was like, you want to ride Cosmic Freaky One? I've already paid for a lightning lane. My husband doesn't want to go. And he's like, Yeah. So mm -hmm. he was actually in the middle of trying to figure out how to make use his grandmother's account to write it again. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> um, so I was like, do you need to tell someone that you're going on or what? Cause he was by himself. I was like, do you need to tell someone where you are? And he, his name was Chris. So we took pictures with him and Kelsey actually sat with him and <laughs> it was so funny. 
so he scanned Jen's um, magic band, no problem. And he's like, thank you mm-hmm. so much. Oh my gosh. So um, that was a fun little memory. By the time we got off though, it was like 840. Jim mm-hmm. had, was waiting for us with food. We ate and then. How was the food from Connections? I've only had the waffle. Okay. He got general soda's chicken, which looked mm-hmm. decent. And then I got a chicken sandwich. It was okay. I mean, nothing. Oh, because I keep about, hearing people raving about, specifically, I think like either they have a flatbread or a pizza or something there. People are talking about that frequently. I know this. Oh, he said he almost got me that, but he didn't. So he, I wish he had now. But it was just a basic chicken, fried chicken sandwich and fries. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. Okay. But then I was like, eat you guys, because I want to ride Spaceship Earth. If I if I don't ride mm-hmm. anything else, I don't care, but I want to ride Spaceship Earth. So mm-hmm. I got in a lightning lane, even though the wait at that point is, you know, a few minutes. But I was like, anything to speed it along. And it was like, so we walked up to Spaceship Earth at 8.55. Mm-hmm. And it was down. Oh, no. <laughs> and they had some sort of after hours event at Epcot that night. So, you know, other people were going to be able to ride it or whatever. But I was like, oh, well... So, um, we made our way back to the Skyliner and did the whole boat Uber thing again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was disappointed about Spaceship Earth. Um, so that was the end of Thursday. The Cosmic Rewind was really good. It was really oh, good. Yeah. I did no, get it's slightly sick the second time, slightly, but I, I snapped out of it really quick. And she had no issue at all. No. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. It's, it's probably, mm, I dare say, I, I think it's my favorite ride at Disney right now. I just, I love, I think it was my favorite. The thrill. I love the music. I love the surprise of what music are you going to get? I like the cue, like everything about it. I love. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad you got to do it more than once. Mm-hmm. Well, and Kelsey was excited because the whole time she was like, can we do that again? I want to do that again. I'm like, nope, sorry. This one, I was like, we can do it again. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, it's nice when you can do that. All right. So Friday, June the 16th, that is your Disney Springs performance day. How did all of that work, the logistics of getting from Pop Century over to Disney Springs for your big 15 minute performance. Yeah, so Kelsey had to be in costume, in hair and makeup, ready for the performance at in the at the bus at 845. Lucky oh, wow. they had a charter bus. Luckily wow, for early. us, it was picking up at that entrance right outside of our room. Oh, okay. So we didn't have to go to the front or anything, which was very fortunate because I guess a lot of people were staying back there. So got her up. I go out there, messy hair, no bra, in my pajamas still. You know, I'm like handing my child over to the people. I'm like, okay, she's yours now. See you later. <laughs> so we just had to basically be there at Disney Springs in time for the um, the performance at 11. Mm-hmm. We barely made it. <laughs> and we had to, and I still hadn't eaten anything by the time we got there because we were taking our time. So this point, it's the end of the week. I'm tired, you know. Mm-hmm. And getting up early is not what I want to do. And so we took the bus to Disney Springs. I was like, I need Starbucks, which is right there by the performance place. Mm-hmm. And then while I was getting my Starbucks, like waiting for my drink, they, they came on. And, um, but I'm, I, I'm able to see it from where I am. And she wasn't in her main part really wasn't until later anyway. So I technically didn't miss her, but Jim was there and he was 
recording it and stuff. So I get my Starbucks and I run over there and I record the rest of it, get to see her part, which was great. And um, they did really well. She's, she was happy about it. Got to see her for a second and give her a hug after. And then they were off because then they were taking the charter bus back to Pop Century to drop off their bags. Then they mm -hmm. changed clothes and they dropped them all off at the bell desk. Mm -hmm. And then we were instructed to meet them in front of the castle, the Magic Kingdom, in an undetermined time. Yeah, I remember you were very nervous about how this was all going to work. So how did you make it work? So after, since we were at Disney Springs and I didn't know, we wouldn't have time to go back. I was like, I want to go to World of Disney and just look around for a few minutes. So we did, but then we were like, we got to go. And so we went to the bus. And so I was like, okay, let's get, let's take the bus to a monorail resort. That's probably mm -hmm. the best way to get there. And this nice Disney cast member that was working the bus area, she's like, are y'all, because we had the t-shirts on, she's like, are y'all with the dance group? Y'all better run because there's a bunch that just got on the contemporary bus and mm -hmm. it's about to go. So we're like, okay. And so ran and got on that. There were some other groups who were like, woohoo, we're not the last one. <laughs> um, <laughs> and didn't buy anything though at Disney Springs because I didn't want to lug anything around, but just looked around. I saw a jacket I really, 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 really wanted. And I was like, well, if I'm still thinking about it or if I see it at Epcot or, you know, Magic Kingdom or something, maybe I'll buy it there and I'll be my main souvenir because we haven't bought a lot of souvenirs. And so, um, Anyway, we got to, to Magic Kingdom, or we got to Contemporary, then we got on the the, the monorail to go to um, Magic Kingdom, and so I was like, I ain't walking. And we, by the time we got in there, it was like it was like 1230. They didn't get there till about 130. Mm -hmm. So we're all standing there in the sun in front of the, the Mickey and Walt statue waiting for them. Mm -hmm. And we kept getting these updates that they're like, group app or whatever saying oh we just got to the resort oh we're on our way now oh we're on the monorail oh then the monorail was down for a few minutes oh we're coming through the gates now and we're like expecting a sea of purple shirts to come through and finally they did and i'm starving at this point but we had to get our group picture in front of the castle mm -hmm. with all the parents and then just the dancers and then it was like okay see you later bye <laughs> and we then we went and ate at casey's corner yeah so part of the stress I remember it was her changing at the resort without you there. So did somebody else take over? How did you end up working I mean, that out? I really don't know. I didn't even ask. I don't know how she changed. I don't know where she changed. I don't know if she got changed in Disney Springs or waited to the resort, but I get the feeling they didn't go to their, I don't think they went to their rooms. They actually like, they just went to the lobby, dropped off the bags, checked the bags at the bell desk. Mm -hmm. um, and we didn't pick up the bag again until Saturday morning. So we forgot by the time we got there on Friday night. But um, mm -hmm. I guess she either changed at Disney Springs or Pop Century. But Okay. All right. Well, I, it worked out either way. Okay. Yeah. So Casey's Corner and uh, hot dogs there was, what was Kelsey's assessment of a hot dog there compared to? She liked it. She liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, she really liked it. Good. Um I got the, the Chicago dog, which I'd never gotten before with the bright green, like relish it was crazy. <laughs> oh, really? I haven't done that. And one. I thought I was so hungry. I'd get a foot long. Well, I could not eat a foot long Chicago hot dog, but it was a good, we got, we got a table very luckily. And then when we were finishing up, somebody else was looking for a table and he's like, Oh, are you finishing? And I'm like, yeah, you can have our table. So I had gotten a genie plus and we had, you know, several things lined up at lunch though. I said to Kelsey, I was like, you know, we came to magic kingdom last summer. Mm -hmm. We did most of almost everything at Magic Kingdom. I think the only thing we didn't end up doing at Magic Kingdom was Jungle Cruise, which mm -hmm. 
you know, I like Jungle Cruise, but it's not the end all be all that people act like it is either. I'm not going to wait an hour for it or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, and I don't think she's going to, she'll like it, but I don't think she's like going to be crazy for it yet. Um, mm-hmm. She won't get the humor, you know. Right. Um, so I said, it's your decision. Do we spend the whole day in Magic Kingdom and do whatever we can here? Or do we just do like some basic stuff? that mm-hmm. we can do and then hop back over to either Epcot or Hollywood studios to do the stuff we didn't get to do. Mm-hmm. And she chose to go to Epcot because oh. we didn't get to ride spaceship earth and stuff. So we hadn't ridden the mat done the imagination or the seas or, or spaceship earth mm-hmm. or test track, which we ended up not getting to do because it was down and there was a storm that day and stuff. But I was like, okay. So um, there was a few things we wanted to get done before we left magic kingdom. So between like, two and four we were at magic kingdom and we got peter pan so i don't got in that lit lightning lane we were supposed to do seven drawers but i got a refund for that because it was down during our lightning lane time and i was like i'm not hanging around right um i did lightning lane to meet the regular ariel she had been begging for a mickey ice cream bar the whole week so we finally sat down and did a mickey ice cream bar and then we had a lightning lane or virtual queue no lightning lane for tron mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we did Tron, which she loved. Jim did not partake in that. I <laughs> uh, didn't even reserve it for him. And then um, and then we did Space Mountain. We wanted to ride the People Mover, which is my favorite. And um, it started storming. So everything was down. So People Mover line was really long. And I was like, I'm not waiting in that line. So we started making our way out. And we were like, on the way out, we're trying to ride the train. Because it was, you know, I hadn't ridden the train in for years because it had been mm-hmm. closed for so long. And so Kelsey hadn't ridden it. And so... It was down too, and they were doing the the flag ceremony um, when we were about to leave, and so we we left, and then the, we saw the train come, and it had just opened up, and so we hopped on the train and did the train, mm-hmm. and then left and took the monorail to Epcot, which I love to do the monorail from, to Epcot because it's so long, and mm-hmm. you get to go around Spaceship Earth and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we got to to Epcot by five, and got to do all those other rides. Mm-hmm. And we did ended up doing a late dinner at Rose and Crown, which I'd never done before during the fireworks. Um, we couldn't see the fireworks. We didn't get like the special seating, but it was mm-hmm. right there. You know. How was the food at Rose and Crown? Because I've never done the, the sit down there. I've only walked into the bar to grab a drink. <laughs> it was fine. I mean, it was fish and chips. We all got fish and chips, which mm-hmm. I love fish and chips, but it was not like it was any different from fish and chips somewhere else. Okay. And it's probably the same as they have out at the Yorkshire County fish probably. and chips yeah. stand. Probably. Yeah. But our favorite part of that was that we were, we were out sitting outside on the like patio thing, but like mm-hmm. right against the building. And there were all these lizards. It was like a lizard convention. So we we're just watching lizards the whole time eat bugs. It was great. We were very entertained. <laughs> <laughs> They're very cute. That's cool. All right. And so you finally got to do Spaceship Earth. That's fantastic. When you went over to do the seas and imagination and all of that, did you hit every ride? Was there anything you missed Mm -hmm. out on? Yeah, we did everything. Um, She really liked imagination and figment. And I found a really cute shirt for her in the the, uh, shop at imagination that i'd not seen anywhere else got the unicorn from inside out on it and it's like tie-dyed oh yeah and it's yeah. really soft it says it's good for sensory issues uh-huh. but i had not seen it anywhere else and so you know you find those random things so how late were you in epcot that day 
So we, I mean, our reservation at Rose and Crown was until 8.30. So we were there through the fireworks again. So then I was upset because I didn't have a chance. I didn't, I didn't have the energy in my feet to go back to, to like the main store in Epcot, which is where the jacket was that I really wanted. But I, they have, I don't know if you've seen it. They have this like satin zip up jacket, mm -hmm. with like rainbow sleeves, white mainly, and then embroidery. And then on the back is the castle and rainbow, like shimmery. So I was like, I have to have that jacket. And so they actually the next day we rented a car and we, when we left with our luggage and stuff, we stopped at Disney Springs to go shopping. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Good plan. So how did the car rental go? Cause you originally Jim was going to go to the airport and grab it for you. Did that end up happening? So thank you for the tip about the on-site car care center, because that's what we did. And it was only a few dollars more. And nice. so they, what we did was we asked like on Thursday, I went ahead and called for, um, cause checkouts at 11 and our car rental was supposed to be at 11. So I call, asked for an, a late checkout. They gave us till 1230. So we didn't have to take all our luggage and everything. Um, cause one of the perks is drive of driving is not having to pack everything, right? You can just have bags and random stuff. Right. So <laughs> I didn't want to lug it all to the car care center. And so we just all three went to the car care center. The reason we all three went was because Jen thought that I had to be there as an approved driver. Oh. But apparently as a spouse, they told us, at least at this point, once we were there, that a spouse is automatically approved. Which uh, car rental company was this? Enterprise. Okay. Yeah. I usually use National, which is the same company. And it's the same thing. It's, if you're the spouse, you automatically get included. Yeah. So we went, I mean, this, the car care center at Disney was very um, small and low key and trusting. Like we didn't have to go through a bunch of hoops. Like I feel like in, in, in Raleigh, when you get from the airport, like you're, you know, you're going over that thing where you can pop your tires. If you're going you know, to check yeah. your thing before you can actually <laughs> draw, drive off the lot and stuff like, no, they just gave us the key and we walked out the parking lot and drove away. <laughs> like, it was just like, okay. Um, we drove, it, it was a Dodge Charger. <laughs> uh -huh. So it was a little fun, but also weird to drive. Um, so we went back, we got the car. It, did, it took about half an hour. They picked us up. It was pouring rain because it was the mm -hmm. day it rained, like the whole East Coast. And it was pouring rain. They come and pick us up at Pop Century. Um, in the shuttle, we go over there, we get the car, we go back, and we you know mm -hmm. can park by, by our rooms, and then we have mostly packed. Then we finished packing, loaded the car, and we were out of Pop Century by noon. And then we went over to Disney Springs, and so we by the time we left Disney Springs and got on the road, it was about one thirty. So we didn't get home till about twelve thirty. So when you were at Disney Springs, you only shopped, or did you grab lunch or anything there before hitting the road? I think we'd eaten at Pop Century. No, we ate, we ate breakfast at Pop Century before they picked us up for the car rental. Okay. Um, and then, so I got a Starbucks and Jim got some poutine at that poutine stand. Um, yeah. place, stand poutine stand. And um, Kelsey got a frozen drink or something, but then we just got food on the road later. But Okay. And how was the drive back? Did everything go smoothly? Did you make a stop at Bucky's? We did. Stop at Bucky's very briefly, just go to the bathroom. Jim had never been. We stopped at Sunny's Barbecue, which is one of my favorite places in Kingsland, Georgia. And we actually sat down and had a, a table service meal. And then we stopped at Bucky's in Florence, South Carolina. 
Um, Jim was overwhelmed by Bucky's. It was like nine o'clock at night when we stopped there and it was the place for everybody to hang out apparently on Saturday night, mm-hmm. <laughs> like teenagers and stuff. And, um, we did buy one thing at Bucky's. It was, they had these, I happened to notice these kids trays Mm-hmm. that they have for like eating in the car and they have like a cup holder and then they actually fit over your legs yeah and we eat in the car you know from time to time and so i got one of those for kelsey so it sounds like overall it was a successful trip in spite of the heat in spite of all of the dealing with the dance schedule and the last minute memorization of frozen lyrics and <laughs> all of that um what is your what is what are your thoughts overall on the trip and um, like when do you think your next trip will be? Do you have like a sense of when you might be able to do no. that again? I mean, this one wiped us out financially pretty much for a while. Got to recover. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on Sunday we had we were able to come straight home with a rental car, but then on Sunday we had to get up and return the rental car to the airport in Raleigh, which is about an hour from us, one way. Okay. Um, by 11. And so we did that. It was Father's Day, but I was so exhausted. I feel broken for several days after Disney. And so I slept until six o'clock that night. I told Jim we would celebrate Father's Day this weekend and I forgot. So we ha- I have to give him presents. Oh, so today's <laughs> faux Father's Day. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, and then luckily Monday was a holiday. I went and got some self-care kind of stuff on Monday, but I, it mm-hmm. just, it was just like Thursday where I I didn't feel like my feet hurt anymore, but I did get on the last day of Disney. I got the Disney rash. Oh I no. was, Yeah. I was wearing like Capri workout leggings, luckily that are pretty cooling, but um, the part, like the six inches that was exposed, got the mm-hmm. rash and it, it wasn't painful or anything. It was just annoying. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad it didn't happen until the end of the week. But you know what? It's good. I don't know when we'll go back. I mean, I know we'll go back. I'm I'm hopeful oh, within a year. Mm-hmm. Of course. But I don't. And that's why I tell Kelsey, like, we, there's no way we can do everything. Yeah. Um, I would really like to. I'm a fan of the park day, rest day, park day, rest day. Like, mm-hmm. we could go for a couple of weeks. And I don't know when I'll have an opportunity, maybe my friend Mary, who likes to go and, you know, I've gone on girls trips there before and stuff, but as a family, I don't know, it might be a year, maybe two. Mm-hmm. You just need to get in at least one more time before she turns 10, because then she will be yeah. a Disney adult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that makes a difference in all of True. the Yeah. And that was a good thing about this trip is we got a lot of perks. We had actually had, because we had a four day park hopper with the group deal, which I would never get park. I never get park hoppers. Um, cause I don't pay the extra inf- amount. It's not worth it enough to me. I just plan. Um, but that was a perk this time to be able to hop. And, um, mm-hmm. because of the group rate, it ended up being pretty affordable for that. And we also had a perk of $20 a day per person in food credit. Mm-hmm. So we ultimately had $240 in food credit for the trip. That's really so good. That was, that was helpful. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, we ran through that pretty fast, but it was helpful. Yeah, yeah. Well, any little bit. And another helps. tip is I I are spending money. I went to Target, used my Target card, and got Disney gift cards, which I got, you know, 5% off on, and I used mm-hmm. that as our spending money. Yeah, that's – I always recommend that to people who want to have more of, like, an all-inclusive feel because um, I know that the Disney dining plan recently came back. Um, and a lot of people are very excited about that. I personally am not a fan. 
um, because it's not, it's not financially beneficial for most people. Like you have Mm -hmm. to work to make it work for you. And I don't want to sit at every meal and go, okay, I'm obligated to order the most expensive thing on the menu so that I get my financial value out of it. Because most of the time what I want is more like on the lower end anywhere, the mid range end. So it's just not, it's not worth it. And so when I hear people say that they like the dining plan because they like that included feel, my number one tip is always just go get a Disney gift card, put the amount of money you would have spent on the Disney dining plan or whatever. And then, you know, you have that budgeted and paid for. And the same thing comes for souvenirs. Like, especially if you're going with a kid and you want to say, okay, you have X amount of dollars to spend, putting it on a gift card is a really good way to, to let them spend their own money and feel like, that that is their set amount. Whereas like, if you're just swiping your card for every time they ask for something, it's like, they feel like it's never ending, but it's not a gift card. You get on your receipts, the, the amount that's left over. So you can always keep track of how much you have. Yeah. So good. I mean, it was a perfect example at that fantastic dining thing. Like I totally missed, I needed to get an appetizer and an entree each and then a dessert. And because Mm -hmm. I strayed from that because of what I wanted to eat was not, fitting in that mold it was a problem ultimately and I was like oh yeah you know and they were they did they helped us with it but and I actually ended up getting free food but I also felt like pressured and obligated to eat a whole entree like it's like they wouldn't even accept not ordering something as an option (laughs) right yeah no it and and like you said with the cellier like splitting an entree like there there are plenty of uh things to eat at disney where the portions are big enough that you could totally split it with somebody yeah and when we um, went on our honeymoon so. we got the deluxe dining plan because we were on a honeymoon right we were doing it mm-hmm. up but we also mm-hmm. got club level mm-hmm. and so that comes with a certain amount of food just accessible all the time too which we didn't know mm-hmm. and we felt like we were just eating the whole time and we yeah. were always like painfully full because right. every single Every single meal with a deluxe dining plan was like appetizer, entree, dessert, appetizer, entree, dessert. And you're spending, you know, a couple hours at each table service, you know, experience. And Mm -hmm. that was, I mean, it was great for a honeymoon, but Lord, not for just a regular trip. Yeah, no, it can be a lot. So, I mean, when people are planning their trips, they have to ultimately decide what's best for them. But if you want my two cents, it's it's just not not worth it. Like, just slap that money onto mm-hmm. a gift card. And then if you have the the Target option to get the 5% off, or I know that sometimes they do that sort of thing, like at Costco or BJ's um, with the discounted gift cards, um, that to me is the, the way to do it. Because then if you have anything left over on the gift card, like you'll spend it eventually. And you just like hang on to it for the next yeah. go around. So, or go on shop Disney and have fun. That's true. That's true. Wait for a good shop Disney sale. Um, all right. Well, Leslie, it has been a pleasure talking about your trip. It's, uh, so much fun to, to live vicariously through other people on these trips. And, and I have not talked to someone yet that's had one of these like school trips, uh, or like dance trips, like incorporated into it. So it's interesting to me, um, to hear how all that works because I always see those groups out and about. But anyway, thank you for, for sharing your experience and for sharing your family with us. And I hope that you will talk with us again if you go in the future. So, yeah. All right. 
Thank you again to Leslie for being on the podcast. I hope that you all enjoyed this episode and you will consider subscribing or maybe even giving me a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or however you happen to be listening today. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram where I will have some photos that Leslie shared from her trip. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, as I like to say, keep daydreaming about where you long to be.